Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode 9 of The Naughty Step, a parenting podcast for parenting people starring columnist, book writing man and daddy, Stuart Heritage, and me, journalist, columnist, working mother of two, Robin Wilder, hashtag you got this mama. If you haven't listened before, we are married, we've got two small sons, and for the next 25 minutes we're going to swear at you about parenting. This week we're going to talk about... Going away with your children. The YouTube channel Badanuma. Badanamu? The YouTube channel Badanu... <laughs> Why did you give me this word, you shit fuck? Can we keep this in? No. The YouTube channel Badanamu. And looking after other people's children. So let's get on with it. Hello, Stuart. That was quite the intro. What? How come I was daddy and you're like, hashtag we got this. Yeah. I don't understand. Because I'm a a woman. (laughs) And I'm on Instagram and pow pow hashtags. uh, uh, This girl can. I don't know if that's the right hashtag. What's going on with you? I don't know. I'm I'm just trying something new. You're And what's that? Uh, Competence. It's very energetic competition. You keep saying energy, energy, energy before and we do, do the Do you know podcast. what? That was a very energetic introduction. I liked Thank it. Thank you. It's... it's Daddy. Don't, please don't do that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I think my penis fell off. <laughs> I just noticed you, you referred to me as mummy a couple of times this weekend. Did I? Yeah, you gave me a cup of tea. I went, here you go, mummy. No, and I don't. I feel th- like I... we're falling down a bad hole. Absolutely, definitely did. did not. I didn't no, make you, you a well, cup you of tea. No, you didn't make me a cup of tea, no. no. So... <laughs> I never make you tea. You've got oh. such a weird, precise way of making coffee. I've just stopped making you hot drinks now. Did I you ever I'm... start? No, I did. No. I think I did. And you were like, no, I don't like it like this. Look, I'll show you how to do it. And I was like, you fucking do it yourself. That's a, that's an interesting uh, reason to not make me coffee. What? If I... you love me, you would just learn okay, how, how to do how it. How do you do it? Two spoons. Of? Uh, coffee. Right. Uh, three sweeteners. Uh-huh. And approximately uh, one third of a cup of milk. Not cream. I thought you was double cream right. for a while. So I'm on the ketogenic diet. Hashtag this girl can. <laughs> so when I'm on that, then it's cream. But then it's only a little bit of cream because cream's quite uh, creamy. Good chat. Good. Uh, well, fascinating for the listeners. <laughs> Our seven remaining listeners, I'm sure, are <laughs> thrilled about this. So today we're talking about... Going away with your children, which yes, we've just done. We've just done it. Not to stay with anyone, just to go and look at Milton Keynes. Yeah, I like Milton Keynes, by yeah, the way. It's pretty good. It's a sensible town. That's what I like. It's none of this higgle-piggledy London bullshit. It's interesting, I think, how uh, how you start to classify where you go when you've got children. What do you mean? Like, if I did a trip advisor of a review of the flat, I'd be like, I like how uh, it was carpeted throughout. 
I liked how much space there was between the furniture so that my baby could run around. I liked how, you know, the beds weren't incredibly high. So if my son fell out of bed, he didn't hurt himself. I like that the windows could only be opened from a certain height. Yes. Thank you for having a bath. Yeah. So that we can give our children baths. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it never used to be. So, I mean, what our, this is the subject that we're discussing is going away with kids. Yes. Have we had any bad experiences of going away with kids? Um, I can't remember. I think we have. Okay, well, then you can Do cut you remember? that out. No, I'm going to leave that in there. <laughs> 45 seconds of you umming. Do you remember... We were going somewhere. This is just when we we haven't had a meaningful going away with two kids holiday yet. Not really. Not at all, actually. No, no. We haven't because we don't have any time or any money. But last time we went away, exactly two years ago, we went to Finland. With our one son. Yeah, with a one-year-old. And we before the flight, the flight, we had a very, very early flight. So we stayed in the Yotel. Oh, my goodness. Do you remember staying in the fucking Yotel? I think, yes, Right. Rule number one of going away with kids, never, never stay, stay in a Yotel. The Yotel, for those of you who don't know, is a capsule Yes. hotel. It's underground. It's inside Gatwick Airport. is isn't airport adjacent. It's inside the actual airport. Can you describe the room? Because I can't quite remember. It is, it is. Well, you go there. It's a dark... You think it'd be like fun in Japanese, and it's not. It's a dark corridor staffed by someone who looks like they haven't seen sunlight for three or four years <laughs> and hates everyone as a result. Um, and then you get in a room, which is n- tiny. And we shelled out for a big room as well. So we had a double bed and a television. But there was no space around it. You had to sort oh, of climb yeah. up on the... And that was with the baby. That was with the baby some reason I thought and a was... push chair and oh, suitcases. And we couldn't fit everything in. And... It was quite claustrophobic. Ceiling was very low, I remember. Yeah, ceiling was incredibly low. And the toilet... The partition between the toilet and the bed was entirely glass. Oh, you could yeah. see everything that everyone was doing. It was like they put a double bed in a cupboard. Yeah. And then we had to go in there with our, all of our baby paraphernalia. It was like, you know, every now and again, someone will tweet out a picture of a terrible London rental <laughs> that they're charging a million pounds for. And it's just a mattress sort of... In a toilet. Yeah. It was just like that. It was awful. And that was that was sad. That was pretty bad. The trip we just had was an overwhelming success in terms of having children going away with kids. In terms of like everything else, it wasn't. We had a screaming argument in an underpass. Yeah. Uh, we had all sorts... Like things went wrong. Little things went wrong. And we ended up just yelling at each other. I had a bit of a revelation about dinner, though, because we we met up with some friends who live in Milton Keynes, and uh, we met up with some of them at dinner, which was like 6pm, and all the kids were tired and just sort of acting up a bit, and it was a bit stressful. Mm. And I was trying to enjoy a glass of wine and, and tell myself that it was a relaxing time, and it wasn't that relaxing. But brunch, we had brunch, which it turns out is the ideal time to go out and have a meal with your kids. Yeah. Because they're not tired enough to have a nap, uh, and they've been up for a little while, so they're not sleepy. They're not at either end of the sleepy spectrum, and everyone's excited about having pancakes. Yeah. Everybody got on. We all had fun. Yeah. Dinner was miserable. Brunch is great. So that's rule number two. If you're going out, go out for brunch, don't go out for dinner. And number one is don't stay in a hotel. Number one is don't stay in a hotel. Number number, number one A, don't fucking stay in a hotel at all. 
It's no. bad, yeah. right? A hotel is... Oh, God, I don't know. We couldn't have done it with two kids. With one kid, we once stayed in a hotel. So your kid goes to sleep at, like, what, seven? And then what do you And do? then you're in the same room as them. And also, you booked the hotel, which was, like, this romantic getaway hotel. It's like all the walls are black. Oh, the one in Reading? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there were well, ladies I thought, Yeah, I thought we'd have another. Yeah, all right. So that's sidebar rule. This is 1B now. Don't spend any money on a fucking hotel because you're not <laughs> going to have a nice time. You're going to have a shit time with a kid in a confined space. Now I'm going back to 1A because we jumped ahead. Okay. 1A, you have to. You can't watch television because that's too loud. It'll wake the child up. You have to sit quiet in basically in silence with a sleeping child until you're tired until you're tired which you won't be at which point they'll wake up yeah oh no don't stay in a fucking hotel what we did this time we got a flat yep and it was great it was brilliant all the kids had their own rooms they had space uh we didn't work out the heating work so one day we were incredibly hot (laughs) and the next day i had to literally walk around with a duvet wrapped around me um but it was lovely it was lots of yeah it was it was we we watched terrestrial television. <laughs> watched half of Pacific Rim. We didn't even watch half of Pacific Rim. We got watched it until like it started at nine. By nine twenty, we went. Should we should we go to bed? <laughs> we attempted to get a Deliveroo. They have Deliveroo in Milton Keynes. Apparently, yeah. We saw a robot. That was pretty cool. <laughs> they have robots in Milton Keynes. I like that this is. Just, just, just go to Milton Keynes. What I did on my holidays by Rob Wilder. <laughs> we saw a robot. A man brought us food. <laughs> I had an allergic reaction to it. It was great. What other what other rules can you think of? Don't stay in a hotel. Don't. Uh... No, these aren't other rules. These are the rules I've already <laughs> said. Uh, travel light. Travel light. Because everywhere you go will have shops. Travel and... light. Stay near a Sainsbury's like we did. Uh, and get your nappies there. Yeah, buy your nappies when you get there. It don't worry, like everywhere has clothes. If you don't, if you've packed wrong for the weather, just go and buy clothes. Yeah, don't, d- don't pack for your trip. Pack for the journey, man. What the f- <laughs> Jesus Christ, you interrupted me for that. So, <laughs> yeah, no. When like when we travelled to Finland, I didn't take that many nappies because when we got there, I went shopping and I found they have Moomin nappies in Finland, which was very pleasing. But the journey there, we were on a plane. We had to keep the kid amused. Uh, iPad, yeah, uh, different toy every ten minutes. Recycled them because traveling in a on a plane with a child, not that much fun. No, right. Tip three, yeah, two C. I don't know. I've lost completely. I, I, two C. I don't know. I've lost count. Right. Uh, is that uh, ignore everything? Literally ignore everything we've just said because. What we did, we got a train to Milton Keynes. That isn't really going away with your kids. In the summer, yeah, we are being forced. I'm not. We're not doing this by choice. We're being forced to have a week in Bali with two children. Now and I am shitting myself. Yes. So uh, we don't need to explain why. No, but we have we have to go to Bali, which is a lovely place. Apparently, normally be really looking for, and I'm actually quite looking forward to it. Um, but not so much looking forward to the 18-hour flight. 18 there. hours with a three-year-old and a, a one-year-old. So the one-year-old will be walking, very restless, not big enough really for his own seat, not small enough to be able to comfortably sit on our lap. Right, right in the shittiest age, right in the absolute shittiest age to spend 18 hours sitting with him. The three-year-old is going to get restless. We went on a 38-minute train ride this weekend and he was running around. We're going to 18 
hours. I don't know what to do. We don't have to buy him Tramadol or something. I Okay, just disclaimer, we're not buying our kid Tramadol. Um, I'm not ruling out. <laughs> one tip someone gave me is to buy one of those suitcases for kids that opens out into a, like a seat for them. So it's like a seat extender. I'm not sure how useful that's going to be because he's going to n- not really want to sit down. No. Oh, more stuff. Let's take more stuff on an aeroplane. Well, it could be his seat. Okay. Um, I can't. I really am not looking. Imagine being in a... This is what kids do to you. I'm in a position where I'm not looking forward to going on holiday to a tropical country. (laughs) Well, yeah. We do have that one hour layover in Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, great. I'm really looking forward to taking you, the world's slowest walker, my 68-year-old dad and two children hurtling across Kuala Lumpur Airport, a place I have no idea of the layout, to get a train... Oh, God. It's an adventure. It's, it's an adventure, an Steve. Adventure. It's I'm an gonna... adventure. Oh. And then we've got to do it all again on the way back, except we don't have the promise of Bali on the way oh, back. Oh, yeah, yeah. We get to come back and... <sighs> oh. <laughs> we don't know anything. Yes. So if you have any tips on surviving uh, oh, 18-hour flights with toddlers, essentially... Yeah. We'd love to hear them. Stuart uh, seems to have broken. Just, I can, I all I do, genuinely, this is, I'm not exaggerating. Three or four times a week, I will think about having to do this and just get really sad. Well, I think the three-year-old will be a bit bigger. So he's already starting to enjoy films. So he might be able to sit yep. through a couple of yep. days. There will, some of it will be sleeping. Um, our youngest son, so far has been quite a peaceable, uh, happy sort of boy. So apart from screeching like a pterodactyl when he's very, very pleased, uh, oh <laughs> hopefully he shouldn't be too much trouble. But it really, it's just a question of cycling things and trying to keep it as normal as possible. For 18 hours. Well, that's 12 of that will be sleep. No. It might be broken up, but it will be sleep. Oh, God. So maybe I will deal with it because I have the right attitude and you can have the tramadol. Yes! <laughs> now for a section called Watched Under Duress, where we review some of the terrible television uh, that our son has put us through. What have they been watching today? Today, we've been watching Badanamu. What is Badanamu? Badanamu is a YouTube channel. Some of the videos have up to 45 million views. It's like a CGI animated thing. Some of them are music videos, and but it, altogether it's like a learning program. It says on the website, uh, Bajanamu is a new way for children to learn. It's about creating a playful adventure full of love and discovery. Badanamu products are not just applications, they are learning environments that allow children from two to six to explore reading, shapes and maths with every part of their mind. That's everything. <laughs> Every type of educational anything is that, you dicks. But how you're introduced to it on YouTube is just uh, loads of like nursery rhymes and songs with these characters. And the character, the badder is the main character. He's a white thing. It's yeah, unclear. Yeah, half bear, half cat, maybe neither. I've seen, there are videos of him where he talks to a cat and uh, makes himself distinct from them. And there's one where he talks to a bear and says something like, I'm not a bear either. He's just this weird... He looks like someone's got uh, taken a photo of a dead person with no, really he, overexposed... He's, he's just eyes and mouth. He's and a white is, creature. It's like somebody took a photo of 
a cat's face and put it on a bear. Okay. So there are all these characters, and I'm going to read out some of the ways that they describe them. Badder, brave but humble. (laughs) No, he's not. He's just a fucking... Oh, no, never mind. Curly, who is a penguin, is far from boring, with a touch of gentleness and deep thinking. Jess, who's also a penguin, loves all things pink and sparkly. Punk, who is a penguin with kind of a mohawk, is a bad boy. Uh, Then there's Abby Mimi, who is basically just a woolen thing with eyes. Not really supposed to be an animal in any way. But what what sets them apart from your normal nursery rhyme things is that A, they are very cheeky. And B, they have the best song about ponytails that you will ever hear. The best song? We can't play it. Because no. of uh, rights, but Robin's about to sing it for you. Am I allowed to sing it? You can sing it. It goes, I got a ponytail. I got a ponytail. I got a ponytail. It's very good. It's like. It's like My Humps without the weird sexual. Yeah, if, if My element. Humps was about My Ponytail. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it it's about, about. <laughs> it's like My Humps if it was about hair. Now, just take a second to imagine how great that song would be. It's my favourite song. It's my favourite song too. I watched I watched an hour-long compilation of Badanamu videos. By the way, I just uh, if I went quiet for a minute, it's because I was looking something up on my phone. But it's a Korean video company, right? It's a Korean video company, but it was set up by an English man. Okay. Uh, David Roberts in London. Badanamu uh, means uh, ocean tree. Oh, does it Bada mean something? Bada means ocean. Namu means tree. Ocean tree. Hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Might name our next kid. No! <laughs> it's it's very well animated and it's funny and it's cute. And it's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's terrifying, right? It's You're, you're making out like this. It's perfect, amazing thing. It is not. That we did... We both watched it together. The ABC... Do you remember we watched it yesterday? You're putting a face like you can't remember. We watched the whole thing where Bada ran through the alphabet. Right. And everything he encountered, everything is shaped like a sort of an X. Oh, yeah. So there's apple, which is a large apple with four smaller apples coming off it at diagonals. So it looks like an X. B was bear. Which was just an X with... Two paws, two, the bottom two bits of the X were paws, and the top two were eyes. Yeah. Oh, and C C was cat, which was similar. Yeah. But the cats only have two legs. They are <laughs> spherical cats, and they only have two front legs, and they walk about, and they've got these two antennas. Very confusing. Geese? <laughs> I've never seen anything more troubling than the Badanamu geese. It, it, a go- it looks like a goose. It's shaped like a goose, except it has a... Where its tummy is, it has a gigantic human face <laughs> and it talks out of the face so that the goose duck, the goose, the goose, head. The goose head just remains sort of flops about lifelessly <laughs> while this nightmare creature talks out <laughs> of its stomach. If you have read the novel Oryx and Crake by Margaret Atwood, it's, it's like one of those creatures. It's like one of those genetically altered pig uh, bacon machines that they have in the future. It's like, if you haven't read it, I haven't either. It's like Krang from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but a goose. 
It's like something from Annihilation. It's like if you tied Natalie Portman to a chair, then this goose with a man's face would just come up and start screaming at her. That's what Badanava is. It's terrifying. It's really... Uh, there was a part... Because, I mean, the Ponytail song is amazing. But it's there was amazing. a part of it where I was like, oh, shouldn't we be watching this with a kid? The one thing that troubles me about it is uh, the, the wool character. Yeah. So, like, imagine, imagine Paw Patrol... Except instead of five pups or whatever, it was four pups and just like a lump of wool with eyes. Yeah, but... That everyone treated like a puppy. <laughs> and it sometimes dresses up as animals by just putting a cardboard face. Oh, on top of the wool. Yeah. It's so weird. It's, it's like a nightmare. It's like an actual nightmare. <laughs> it's like a, a really evil laboratory has decided that the best way to give people nightmares is to write an excellent song about ponytails <laughs> and then tie it to some of the most disturbing imagery <laughs> I have ever seen. So Should we rate it out of ten? Yes. Okay. Not just on the ponytail song. No, as a, as a whole. Okay. Oh, let's do right. No, we'll do ponytail and then we'll do all of Bad and Army. Okay, out of ten ponytail songs. Okay. One, One two, two, three. Ten. ten. Of course, it's an amazing <laughs> song. Stop this podcast now. And search for the ponytail song. It's great. Then come Google back to Bad the Google Badanamu ponytail. It's great. It is. I put it on. I, I take it, it off. I gotta whip it. Whip it. Whip it. Whip it. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Badanamu as a whole. Except there is a bit in that song where they're like, let's dance to the DJ till we all collapse. collapse. No, you're three. <laughs> Don't Just dance. take responsible naps. Anyway. <laughs> Badanamu as a whole. Okay. One, One, two, two three, three, four. Seven. Okay. I enjoy it very much. It's very well produced. And also there is a very cute song about a baby owl. Oh, yeah. But you like that because it's sung by a baby. Was that why I like it? I think so. It's got like this really obnoxious chug going, I'm a night on night owl. I'm a baby owl flying in the sky. What that kind was... of children do you know? That was that was. That's not. It's like I'm a little. It's just a little kid. No, you do it then. No, because I'm not a little kid. Right, no, but I'm I not did going. It. I did I'm it. a little nightowl. What? Screaming in the sky. So this week's question comes from a man, and a uh, man, a man, and I'm. I mean, well, I temerity. assume. I assume a man. Okay. Now there's there's a question. There's also a bit that puts me off. So guess which one. Uh, is the bit that pissed me off. So his name is Patrick McKiernan at The Scareball. <laughs> <laughs> the Scareball sounds like the name of the Badanamu goose. <laughs> Here comes the... Sca- Villagers, hide! Here comes the Scareball. <laughs> so he says, at Naughty Step Pod, for that is our Twitter name. Hi, you little married couple with a couple of kids, you. Uh-huh. Have you ever thought of discussing slash experienced the horror of looking after someone else's kids? Oh. A nightmarish scenario that brings up a myriad of hellish alternates to being actual own kid parents? I genuinely don't understand what he just said. I think he's saying, have you ever looked after other people's kids? So have you ever thought, have you ever looked after other people's kids? Basically. Yeah. Have we? Yeah, for a little bit. Oh, yes, actually, we have. We did it recently. Yes, we did. Yeah. So, yes, thanks, Patrick. Yeah, we have. (laughs) Thanks. Next time, think about your question a bit, Val. Don't just ask yes or no. Open questions. My tip would be 
Do not look after a large baby while heavily pregnant. Yeah, Patrick. Yeah. And I always find myself either being a parent or another kid. I can't I can't find myself Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I we just looked after we had a morning where we had a twelve year old and a nine year old. Yeah. And that was great. It was great. Because I was just like, uh, what do you want to do? And, and I then just you took did them to Subway. Whatever they wanted. <laughs> like we were out in the middle, we had play, had a snow fight, which I wouldn't do with our kids because <laughs> I don't want them to get cold and uncomfortable, but these I didn't care about, so I was just throwing the snow at them. <laughs> and then they went, "Can we have a subway?" And I went, "Yeah." <laughs> I made plans for lunch, whatever. And I just it was a few hours of just going, "Yeah, go on then," which I would never do with my own kids. No, you go, be, "No, subway." Yeah, I would be. I'm strict with my kids, but they're not my problem in the long term. So I'll just go. I'll buy you. I'll buy you an entire tub of chewing gum. I think looking after other people's kids is like looking after a newborn. You just you just do whatever they want. Yeah. You just want some peace. Yeah. Just get on with it. But yeah, no, there's no... He- other people's children aren't hell unless you're at uh, soft play. In which case, they're all bastards. Other people's kids who you don't know are shit. I hate, yeah. I hate other, all other kids who I've never met. But if I spend any time with kids, yeah, they're fine. They're, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Patrick. <laughs> And that's it for episode nine of The Naughty Step. Is it number nine? Yes. Excellent. I hope you enjoyed it. We're on Twitter at NaughtySteppod.com. We're on Instagram. Why do I keep saying .com after everything? I'm like Alexandra Burke from that one. That's niche. That one episode of X Factor that she What did she say? She said, okay.com. Very successful woman. She's gone on to do many interesting things with her life, but that's forever what she's going to be known as. I, I don't I don't like her. I think she looks like she's got a bad smell under her nose. Join us again next week for, <laughs> for more... more insights. Not even insight, is it? It's just more baseless speculation about people off the telly. Snooty. Snooty face. Have a good week. Get some sleep. You're going to say bye? Oh, bye? <laughs> Jesus Christ.